Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. We've all heard the term dad bod. It's been around for a few years now. Uh, that's where you still uh, you still have some muscle tone, but uh, you won't shy away from the pizza and beer. Now uh, clothing companies have started to cater to that look, thankfully. <laughs> more and more men's T-shirts are tighter up top to accentuate your chest and show off the guns, but looser around the waist to make room for the gut. Oh, okay. So kind of the uh, opposite of the slim fit. Right. So uh, that's good for me. Yeah, it is. The other day, I wore a three-piece suit to the hockey game, and a lot of people were like, oh, you're all dressed up. I said, well, it hides the boiler pretty well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got that uh, that vest piece underneath. You might be the last one wearing a three-piece suit to hockey games. Right. The uh, Leafs have changed their dress code, and boy, people are some upset. Uh, well, Don Cherry leading the, the mix, and that's not really a surprise. Uh, he was talking on his uh, Grapevine podcast about... Uh, how this uh, he's upset about mm. the Leafs relaxing their dress code. Phoenix, uh, the Coyotes, the Arizona Coyotes, were the first to fully relax their dress code. The Leafs have, uh, I guess, somewhat relaxed it, but by somewhat, I don't know what could be less mm. than what they're wearing. Like shorts, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, all, all fine now by the Leafs dress code. They started this uh, in the bubble uh, as well. Okay. When were, you know, when the, their, their playoff bubble, which... Given the results, <laughs> I think the Leafs and Carolina are like a combined 2-9-2 and two or something like that. And the one team Carolina has beat is the Leafs. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't think dress code correlates to play on ice. But there's something to be said about getting dressed and going to work. We've said that, uh, you know, throughout the pandemic as well. It changes your attitude when you actually have to get dressed and get ready for work. Yeah, I'll give you that. Although most of us don't get dressed, go to work, then change into something else. Right. Right? These guys, I mean, really what they're doing is they're getting all dressed up to get on a bus or a flight. Now they're going to be more like the rest of us common folk who get on a flight with a neck pillow and uh, our Uggs. Listen, I, I don't really understand it at the, at the younger kids' level. I think my, mine are just getting to the age group now where they're supposed to wear shirts and ties. And I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm. I think, it's one, it's just even more expense for families that are already struggling to get mm-hmm. their kids into hockey. And, and two, uh, for that same purpose, I mean, at least the Leafs, you know, there isn't usually a dress code on the on the airplane, you know, but it's just coming to the rink that they have that. And they have staff who are there to lay out their their, uh, their track suits right. for them and, and clean them and all that. Where for kids, you know, they just take off that dress shirt, stuff it in their hockey bag, and then put on their warm-up clothes uh, to go and get ready. Well, I think it also makes them seem a little more calm. And I always thought it was a little uh, in-your-face when you'd see, like, Lundquist or other NHL players who get off the bus and they're wearing a $25,000 suit. I mean, I get it that you already... I know you make a lot of money. And really, just going to the rink, like, it seems almost ridiculous to say you live in a condo somewhere around the Scotiabank Arena. You got to get up, put on a suit to get in a uh, an Uber or your car, drive five or ten minutes to go in and walk into the rink in but a suit. It seems so ridiculous. The other side of it for me, which I don't like, is that... You know, while the young, one of the arguments is, is that it, you know, it's, it's more inclusive for younger players and it helps, helps them develop their style and, and, uh, and show off their personal taste and style. To me, it's just going to become another advertising billboard, mm. uh, where players, you know, who may have been wearing very expensive suits before are all of a sudden going to be wearing $400 t-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, or, you know, the Bieber wear, 
uh, like Matthews and Marner show off. And and, and it's it's going to become, it's not like it's going to be associated with for, for young kids. They're just going to see professional hockey players who are just showing off sponsorships that they have. Yeah, I don't know where it started. Obviously, probably way back in the 50s or 60s or something, it became the thing to do. And all, I don't know about football. I've never really noticed if they show them uh, going into a stadium from a bus or whatever in football, but they certainly, basketball, they, they all dress like they just walked off of a Paris I, I think they should show. be in team wear. Like if you're coming sort. in as a team, sure, then, then... I, that's fine. I mean, it is a cult. Anyhow, you might right. as well all be wearing the same thing. Put on a team golf shirt. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be using it soon <laughs> enough anyway. If you could name a one chore you truly hate doing at home, Lucky, what do you figure it would be? Uh, boy, cleaning cleaning bathrooms is never fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, cleaning in general isn't a lot of fun. You don't like doing any of it? Right. Uh, I think vacuuming is one is the one that I can kind of wrap my head around. Because <laughs> it's one of those that you see the progress being done mm-hmm. as you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, you know, like mowing the lawn, you know, I think guys like to have a good pattern going yep, yep. with the vacuum marks, too. Same with the shovel in the snow. Like right. to stack it a proper way. Um, a lot of people say they hate doing the, the dishes, washing dishes. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm fine with it, but I think my OCD likes to... Do it and stack them a certain way, and then I can look at the kitchen and it's all gotcha. Clean. All right, uh, until ten minutes later when someone goes in and messes it up again. <laughs> um, we spend on average about twenty-five minutes a day washing the dishes. That's more than twelve hours a month, more than six full days each year. Wow! One in five people who uh, hate washing dishes say they'll uh, be willing to give up sex for a year if it meant they never had to wash dishes again. Holy cow! <laughs> Well, most of them are married. <laughs> so yeah. One or two times a year versus yeah. every day. Um, not everyone is doing their fair share either. Many people who live with at least one other person argue with them over who's doing the dishes. Roughly two in three say it happens every week. One in three admit they fight about the dishwashing daily. Wow. You think you'd get into some sort of pattern after a while. Like I cook dinner. Right. So, you know, uh, either I, <laughs> I cook dinner and I wash up the dishes. How does that work? <laughs> well, hold on, though. The lovely Maria does other things. I believe she's washing my gitch while right. I'm uh, cleaning the dishes. And now my son Daniel steps in uh, and does it. But, yeah, I think most, you kind of end up having a role, don't you? Like if Adrian cooks dinner, you wash the dishes, or no, Adrian cooks dinner and washes the dishes? Uh, it depends. We uh, wash, <laughs> you know, for the most part. Come we, clean, Lucky. Yeah, I would say she does more than I do mm. when it comes to it, but I don't shy away from doing the dishes. So would you say that out here in the real world it's 2021, but in the Luck Ranch it's 1945? No, not quite. <laughs> not quite like that. Well, they invented the dishwasher for a reason, Craig. No. I, you know what it is? I, I generally, in my life, are more comfortable with like filth and mess mm. than Adrian is. All right, and so I will leave a dish to be to wait for more dishes to clean up. Oh, she will jump never. and do that dish right away. Right, right. right. Um, but uh, but that being said, we don't use the dishwasher. No, like, hardly ever. We have to run it every now and then just to make sure like, things don't dry out and yeah. it's still working. Uh, and like you know, thinking of redoing our kitchen, yeah, I think. You need to have a dishwasher in it because for resale purposes, I think oh, if you walked sure. in the house and there wasn't a dishwasher, people would be pretty shocked. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. But, uh, you know, I find using the dishwasher almost a pain, especially if you have to pre-rinse stuff before it goes in mm. and then put it in. And then you still, someone's still got to empty the thing. The, the taking everything out and putting it away is, is a pain for me. I, I agree with that. Now, I, I know people will argue that you can't get your dishes as clean uh, doing them manually as you can in the dishwasher because they have all the sanitizing features right, yeah. and the hot dry and, and the water I believe gets a lot hotter in a dishwasher so. than you would in your in your own sink. So I've always got a sink full of soap and water ready to go at any time and a hint to people to wash as they go, oh. which nobody in my house takes a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I got rules. Nobody follows the damn rules. I'm not one to beg or plead for anything. <laughs> But uh, now I need your help. We all need some help uh, at this stage of the game. But uh, right now, I need you to help me. And then maybe I'll I'll do for you when you ask. I'm going to start a GoFundMe to help raise money. Because I have to go to the gas station today. (laughs) So I'm just hoping. Throw me a couple of dollars. Help your pallies out here. Uh, It's an expensive place to go to these days, the gas station. I don't plan on filling it up because I don't believe the car is worth the amount of money it would take me to fill that tank. Right, gotcha. I'm I'm probably going to throw like 40 bucks in. Whatever it gets me, it gets me, and I'll ride that out because I think this is going on for quite some time as we make our way into the cold months. Of course, gas always gets a little more pricey, and I think the oil companies are looking for any way to recoup what they lost at the beginning of the pandemic. Remember when gas was way below a buck? Right. Yeah, and look, I... I, I don't even know what to say to it. I mean, people will say, yeah, it's the carbon tax, which is about 7%, but mm. four bucks uh, on a fill. Certainly doesn't help right? Um, in, in this situation. Uh, inflation is usually 2 to 3%. Uh, and, of course, you know, salaries haven't really gone up in the last little while either. No. So that's not helping. Uh, but overall, I, I just, I, I'm shocked at how high it's gone. Also... If you use premium gas, mm. depending on what station you're going to, you know, like I think Costco is like 10 or 12 cents more than what the price of regular is. Mm-hmm. Some stations are like 20 to 30 cents more per liter. Yeah, and there'd be those who say, well, you shouldn't be driving such an elitist car yeah, then. But you, know, but you know what? It's not all high-end vehicles. There are some middle-of-the-road cars that right. call for premium. Well, I'm just, and, and listen, it is what it is. It's just the difference Based on what station you go to, what mm-hmm. they charge for sure uh, as their premium upcharge uh, can be quite ridiculous. On top of that, and uh, you think you're seeing a lot more people going to the uh, the electric, and certainly a lot more electric options mm-hmm. are coming this way. And I just was reading Hertz has uh, planned to buy a hundred thousand Teslas in like a four billion dollar deal. Wow. Uh, and looks like a lot of their rental fleet, especially the daily rentals, will end up being electric vehicles. Yeah, you would think that the oil companies have probably seen the writing on the wa- on the wall for some time, and that gas is is waning, and electricity and green is is the future. So they're probably like, well, we got to make as much dough as we can right now because uh, we're going to be pushed aside eventually. I used to have a Jetta diesel years ago, and I used to love it because I think when I first bought it. In like the late '90s, early 2000s, it was it was like 45 cents a liter, and I'd get like a thousand kilometers oh, sure. out of it. It was yeah, great, like, yeah. it was like 40 bucks a month yeah. is what I was paying for gas. At any time, it crept up around 50 cents a liter. 
the trucks would line the 401 all the way to Ottawa to protest. And I was right there with them. Well, like, and you go know, ahead, guys. You talked a lot about during the pandemic when people were considering, you know, when they're working from home, they were going to look for a bigger house outside of the city because hopefully they could stay at home working. And I'll bet you moving forward, as more and more of us get back to the workplace, we might start looking for other jobs that are closer to home because just the cost of running a car into the city Every day. Hey, make a good point. I wonder how much of this might have to do with, you know, gas companies just saying our profit margins really went down last Mm -hmm. year with people not driving that Mm -hmm. much. We need to uh, start raising the price of this in order to make our, our profits back. Wasn't there a time when they were talking about, like, cow manure being converted to gas? Right, yes. You go at the pump now, you'd have premium, regular, poop. (laughs) 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 I'll take uh, 40 bucks of poop, please. Often you'll see a, a guy with a, a girl and you just think to yourself, how the hell did he score her? Right. And the same goes the other way. We don't know what uh, what attracts one person to somebody else. And so someone on uh, on Reddit recently asked, what is the weirdest thing you find extremely attractive? These are some good ones. Someone said, I like scars. Each one has a story and I want to know it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Houseplants. Some guy says, chicks with plants are just very hot to me. <laughs> Maybe if it's a, like a mothering thing. <laughs> she uh, can take care of a plant, she can take care of me. Someone said, when guys are reversing the car and they put one hand on the back of the passenger seat to look backwards. Wow. See, that's, that's an art that's going the way of the dodo bird because right. most cars now have the reverse camera. Uh-huh. So you don't have to look out the back window. You just look down at your uh, screen. Yeah. It's a classic move. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, the, well one, because you can get a, get, a hand, mm. get a hand in there a little bit too, mm-hmm. right? And, I mean, if you're, if you're backing up like Burt Reynolds into a spot, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Um, what movie was it? It was a Goodfellas, perhaps, or one of them. Where somebody was going out on a date and their dad or uncle, an older man in their life, said, here's how you know if a girl is a keeper. You go and you open her car door for her. She gets in. You shut the door. If she leans over and unlocks your side, right. she's a keeper. Yes. If she doesn't, I think that was like Goodfellas or Wise Guys or one I don't of them. I don't think it was Goodfellas, but I don't yeah. remember that scene. But, but uh, that does again, sound familiar. That's old school because now we don't have to lean over and do anything. No. It's click. Um, somebody said, these are uh, weird things that people find attractive. Somebody said armpits. Whoa. Like when a girl lifts her arms above her head. Love that. No idea why. Unless it's sunshaven. Then that's just scary. Changes things a little bit sometimes. (laughs) This is great. Being able to make a good Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) Somebody finds. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Who knows? I really like budgets. Yeah. She seems good at them. My boyfriend recently shaved his beard off and just left a mustache. Holy heck, I was not expecting to dig the sexy Flanders vibe he's got going on. Okay. Oh, sexy Flanders. I would have gone for maybe the the Magnum P.I. Mm -hmm. All right. Don't know why, but exhausted men look super hot to me. Probably because being exhausted is as close as being uh, real as you can possibly get. So who knows what we find attractive and don't find attractive. I love it when the lovely Maria curses me out in Italian. Oh, really? That gets me all worked <laughs> up. <laughs> I bet it happens a lot. You got any little peccadillos, things that uh, you think? Uh, I just... don't think so. I mean, not by comparison to any of that. She just says yes. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors gets involved in a lot of stuff. Now he's uh, producing a holiday movie, but it's an odd one. It's for Amazon. It's called 12 Days of Christmas. And uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, it's about a guy named Nick, and he's uh, career-driven, self-absorbed, and he never wants to have kids. But 12 days before Christmas, he wakes up and finds a kid in his home. He thinks it's a bad dream until the next morning when there's a second kid. You can see. Oh, right. Each day, Nick's family grows larger as he moves closer to Christmas, and he can't make it stop. It's a family comedy. So Nick slowly finds himself discovering the joys of being a parent to a ton of random kids. Let's go with that. It's, it's like your Hallmark kind of deal. I don't think Steph Curry is going to play the part of Nick, though. He's just producing it. Maybe Nick Cannon. <laughs> Although Nick Cannon loves kids. <laughs> Got a lot of them. It's just <laughs> the 12 kids just every day around Nick Cannon's That's life. right, yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves has uh, always been thought of as a pretty cool guy. And uh, he gave his four-man stunt crew a beautiful gift after they finished filming John Wick 4 in Paris. They all got Rolex watches. Wow. And each watch has an etching on the back that says the John Wick 5 with the stuntman's name and thank you, Keanu, 2021. I've, uh, I've seen a lot of kind of memes and posts about how his generosity mm-hmm. and how it uh, you know it doesn't do it for a lot of popularity either, although this got out. Mm-hmm. It's not really one of those things he doesn't... He doesn't post or share about his generosity. He just seems to be a really solid dude. Good Canadian guy there. Right. Yeah, He. I'm sure that type of stuff, someone somewhere along the way must have started that. And it must make a lot of actors today, like, upset. <laughs> I gotta, who do I got to buy gifts for now? Right, Why do yeah. I got to buy gifts? Right. Every time I finish a movie now, I got to go. And now you got to tip them for coming to work. Yeah, I got to top that guy. Uh, I, I guess, though, in some sense. I mean, this is, you know, the, the stunt people are the ones who take on all of the sure. all the stuff he doesn't want to do. He can choose to do it or not do it in the, in a lot of these cases, right? Yep. Yeah. I just think, you know, every, you know, it's all one-upmanship, right? So now Keanu hands out Rolex watches. You look like a stooge if you hand out, you know, dental floss. Or, you know, the next set he's on, he's, they're expecting, well, yeah. what am I getting this time around? That's right. That's right. Um, BJ Novak, you might not know the name. You'd recognize his face. One, because he's on a, a lot of household products these days around the world. But two, if you were a fan of The Office. He played Ryan. Yes, right? that's right. He was yeah. a young guy. He wasn't uh, one of the major players in the show, but a bit of a bit player. Uh, anyhow, he has an interesting situation on his hand. For some reason, uh, somebody mistakenly put his photo on a public domain website, which means now anybody can use the photo of him oh. at any time for anything. So he's now on packaging of stuff all around the world. <laughs> like you'll see his mug on a rain poncho in Los Angeles. You'll see his face painted in Uruguay. Awesome. He's got cologne in Sweden and a some sort of foreign electric hair clippers. All right. There's actually a, a People Magazine, people.com. Has the products in his face, and he looks so ridiculous. Like the one for the rain poncho, he's got this silly little plastic hood over his face. Uh, anyhow, he he isn't sure if he's going to take action, legal action. He said, "I'm uh, too amused to do anything about it." Right. I'll tell you what, BJ, you want to take legal action against anybody? Perhaps your parents for calling you BJ. <laughs> I think you got I think you got to go back to Brian John, whatever it was. <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.